0: The Buckeye Raw Extra Podcast is proudly presented by CF Bank,
1: the boutique bank, trusted for over 125 years with commercial financing, residential lending, personal banking, and more. Visit us online at www.cf.bank. NMLS 409132, all loan subjects credit approval. Terms, fees, and conditions may apply. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
0: Ryan, what are your plans with defensive coordinator? I know you're probably not going to make any grand proclamations
1: right now, but what are your general plans with defensive coordinator? Yeah, I mean, as as we head into this bowl bowl uh, time right now, in, in recruiting is like crazy, so we're focused on that. We're focused on these guys. We're focused on the bowl game right now, and you know um, that's really where our focus is right now.
0: With the transfer portal. Um, not just guys leaving. I want to focus on guys that you might be bringing in, not specific names, obviously what are some, um, positions you're targeting? How many guys might you bring in? just in generality, what can you speak about that?
1: I mean, there's so many guys who are in the portal right now. It's, it's mind boggling. And I think everyone's, um, just astonished by what's been going on. And and certainly I'm one of them, but, um, you know, you, you have to take in the dynamics of your team into consideration. And so we're doing that and we're not just going to be flipping about those decisions. Um, and I think you know the your team and, and the, the chemistry of your team is something that we have to really um, be on top of because all it takes is a couple of guys and now you can get yourself out of whack because you know we when we recruit young men we we bring them in to develop them and we we talk to them about what it's going to be like when they get here and developing them into really good players and you know bringing guys in can kind of upset that and we don't really want to. Um, do that unless we need to there's certain needs we've done that before here right we we had Justin come in and that was that was the right thing at the right time Uh, Jonah Jackson was the right thing at the right time Trey Sermon was the right thing at the right time and so uh, I think we've been really smart about that Noah Ruggles worked out well so um, really um, that's not something that we count on but it's something that we'll use when we need to and and we we're evaluating all those guys that are in the portal even though there's a lot of them right now and um, and we'll just kind of you know see how things shake out here
0: Cool. Uh, deep left, Brendan Gullick, Buckeyes now on Sports Illustrated. Coach, what, what have uh, the last few days been like for, for
1: you guys in, in terms of dealing with the emotions of the frustrating end of the season, but also trying to, to quickly recognize the window of recruiting and, and you know, rally guys to, to still want to be a part of the same move forward? Yeah, I, I think uh, all of our guys have a lot of pride in themselves and a lot of pride in and this team, and there's been a lot of hard work and a lot of progress that was made all, all year from when we started this thing. And so um, we want to finish this thing the right way. Uh, we have a really good opponent in, in Utah, uh, great bowl and the Rose Bowl. And so well, we want to have a great month. And, and uh, so we've kind of let them um, you know get healthy. We had a lot of guys sick here the last couple weeks. And so uh, we're getting those guys healthy again. Um, we worked out a little bit last week. We're going to do that again this week and then and then start our, our, uh, our practice. And it's really in three phases. We're going to start on fundamentals, then we'll get into game planning, and then we'll get to the bowl site, and we'll have game week there. Um, and And that's really what the focus is on right now. Uh, I think there's a lot of lessons that have been learned uh, from the last game, and, uh, and that will uh, obviously motivate us moving forward. But, but right now the focus is on this Rose Bowl and sending out the seniors in the right way, and I know everybody in the program wants to do that football playoff era there's so much focus on being one of the top four teams getting the playoff I know that's your goal at the same time playing in the Rose Bowl is a big deal what's the tenor of the locker room right now from those guys understanding at least the opportunity they have in front of them is still a special one well um I think that's exactly what you said I think the goal here is to win championships and, and that's um you know goal that we have year in and year out and then you know, we know we didn't reach that goal however um, we have an opportunity to go play in a very tradition-rich uh, Rose Bowl. And, and that means a lot. And it's a New Year's Six Bowl. And um, the 16th time, I believe, Ohio State's been in the Rose Bowl. So there's a lot of tradition that's led up to that. And I know that you know our guys are going to want to play hard and win that game. Uh, front row
0: right, Joey Coffin, Columbus
1: Dispatch. Ryan, when, when Quinn told
0: you guys that he was going to go into the, the portal last week, what was, what was your reaction to that? Were you surprised? What were your feelings on that?
1: I think he was in a very unique situation for sure. Um, and, you know, we wish him nothing but the best of luck moving forward. Um, but, uh, boy, th- there's just a lot that's um, going on right now in, in college football with a lot of this stuff, whether it's, you know, early enrollees or or the transfer portal and, and those type of things. And we're just going to do the best we can to try to adapt as, as, you know, time moves on. But we certainly wish him nothing but the best of luck.
0: Situation like that, is it, do you preach patience? How do you, like, I guess, communicate
1: with the player who's in that situation, like point? Well, you try to do the best you can on the on the front end of, of explaining exactly what is going to happen, and then do the best you can of communicating and following through with it. You know, and and then, but but things change, and um, and you have to adapt. You've had two quarterbacks now in the, in the last week. Do you have a set number of, I guess, scholarship guys you want to have on your roster for next year? Yeah, we always want to have either three or four. Um, that's always been the case, but it's not always that easy. As you remember, um, you know when uh, when you know, Dwayne was here and when Justin was here. I mean, some of those years we had, you know, two sometimes three. And um, you know, a lot of guys want to play, and, and I get it. So again, we'll just try to do the best we can to forecast it, and um, you know, we feel really good about the guys we have on on our roster right now.
0: Left, and over, left. Ryan, you guys I mean we're pretty much dominated at the line of scrimmage in the Michigan game. Does that force you to kind of reconsider your philosophy at all and put more of an emphasis on on winning in the trenches?
1: Well, I mean our, our goal uh, every game is to, to win the line of scrimmage is to uh, run the football and, and be physical and play great defense. So um, you know we'll continue that. Um, and, you know, I think this bowl practice will have an opportunity to get back out there and really emphasize pad level and hand placement. And, um, but you know, every time, certainly we go on the road, it's very important in this conference, but every time we play a game, um, you know, the, the, the major focus is on running the football and stopping the run.
0: Josh was on the radio last week. He said, you guys are a tough, they're a finesse team. You're not a tough team. What do you think when you hear something like that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't really think much about that at all
0: you mentioned you had a lot of players sick did, did that affect your game plan at all going into that Michigan game
1: no I mean it was real um, but you know no one it doesn't really matter you know you gotta overcome it and it didn't affect the game plan at all but it's just something you have to overcome right row right Austin Ward
0: Letterman Row I know you guys just found out you know officially 40 minutes ago where you're going everyone wants to look ahead and say well how motivated will Ohio State be for this game will they have a bunch of opt offs not what is your sense of that as, as you just stand there right now? I know it's a long
1: month. Well, uh, yeah, it's a long month, but I think our guys are very, very competitive and they take a lot of pride in who they are in this team. And and so, you know, we're going to get right to work here this week and, and start grinding towards it and, and, you know, work towards the to the game and, and play really good in the game, you know. And, uh, you know, again, I just think it has a lot to do with the pride that they have in this team and, and who they are. If you have situations like an off day, I know it's – that's another one of the new sort of dynamics of, of the bowl era playoff era. How would you want to handle that? Do you need to know early, make that get decisions? How will that work this month? Yeah, we'll just we'll deal with that in a, um you know individual basis, you know, based on how how it all shakes out. But um, right now, you know, count on everybody to play in the game.
0: Premier uh, left, Bill Landis, The Athletic.
1: Brian, <clears throat> I know you said you're, you're focused on this bowl prep here. Um, so, but the nature of the coaching business is such that I don't I don't think you can probably stand Pat and, and wait and focus on that if you're looking to bring in somebody new. So is is it your intention to bring in a, a defensive coordinator from the outside? And you know how do you plan on handling that yourself as your team tries to get ready to play in the game? Yeah, like I said, I, I, we're just gonna we're gonna do the best we can. I mean, we're always going to be evaluating and, and seeing uh, what's the best to move forward. And if there's any updates on that, I'll let you guys know. Have any, you said no players have indicated to you yet that they're going to not play in this game, correct? Right. Okay. Um, and then another guy that in the portal, Craig Young, um, did, uh, we've talked about him a few times this year, it did seem like he was maybe poised for a role this year that never kind of materialized until very late. Just, just how do you think that was kind of managed with him? And then I guess like what uh, the discussions I guess were with him about making that decision to, to leave the program. Yeah, I think, uh, Craig felt like he, he just wanted, um, of an opportunity to play more and, um. And so, you know, I think that's probably, uh, in you know, common with some of the guys who have decided across the country. I know it, at one point, you know, uh, it was like 80 guys a day averaged in the portal, uh, which is unbelievable. But, um, you know, I think he just wanted an opportunity to play more. And um, so, again, wish him nothing but the best of luck. Certainly, we don't like to see guys leave, but, um, but understand that, unfortunately, this is becoming somewhat of the norm. And um, as coaches, it's... Um, it's kind of hard sometimes, but um, we're going to have to kind of adapt and, and move forward.
0: Right next door, Stephen Meats, Cleveland.com. Right. Obviously, there's a lot of player movement, but there's also a lot of coaching movement this year that kind of changes some things. When there's this much of coaching movement, how does that maybe change, or does it at all change, I guess, the recruiting philosophy and the way you guys approach things here? you got to have to press the reset, a little bit, for where you
1: want to attack? In terms of recruiting? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, you know, we, we try to talk to our guys all the time about, you know, to make sure you, you, you pick the school for the right reasons, you know, and then there's a lot of guys out there whose coaches have moved around a little bit. And, and so maybe there's some of those guys that'll reconsider and, and and consider other options. Maybe there's going to be more guys that, that don't sign on the early signing day. That might be part of it as well. And, um, For the guys that we had been recruiting early on that maybe decided to go in another direction, um, those are the ones that you can kind of grab onto a little bit because you have a relationship prior. Um, You know, the ones that um, you you don't have a relationship with, it's a little harder to kind of get that built up in a short period of time. However, um, you know, we're going to kind of look at all those things. And when you can bring people in and you can do some home visits and things like we're back on the road doing again, um, you can make up time right there
0: do you feel like if there are going to be changes, especially on the defensive side of the ball, do you feel like you need to have that in place with the signing day maybe around the corner and there's some defensive guys who are still kind
1: of considering you guys? Well, I think again, you know, the guys that we're recruiting right now, um, you know, they feel really strong about Ohio state. I think they feel um, like this is where they want to be and uh, for, for a lot of reasons. And so I feel really good about our class right now. We're still going to look at a few more guys and, and see if there's some guys we can add to it. Um, and, and then kind of go from there. And then in January, I think that's more of the 2023 class, and that's where the, the focus goes there. Is that we make that transition?
0: Uh, right side of the aisle, Adam King, WBNS 10 TV.
1: Coach, this is your first selection Sunday as a head coach, not seeing the name pop up on the screen. How much you, know, you talk about the players, and how much does that kind of motivate you as a coach right now to for next year? Well, I mean, I don't need any more motivation, but certainly um, disappointing not to see, you know, ourselves in the top four like that. You know, that's, that's our goal as we head into every year. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's been a tough week for us. But, you know, you can only feel sorry for yourself for so long. You've got to move on. you got to uh, get back to work, and that's what we're going to do. Compared to maybe other losses so far since you've been the head coach, how different was Saturday's loss?
0: How much has it lingered? How has how it kind of been around the week?
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's tough. Uh, you know, the rivalry game is uh, the rivalry game for a reason. And it means a lot to a lot of people. So um, when you don't win it, there's a tremendous amount of pain. And uh, nobody knows that more than the players and the coaches here. And, um, you know, hard to swallow. You can't just move on after one day. It just doesn't work that way. Like I said, in, in the, the post um, post game press conference, it's going to leave a mark. And, and we knew that. And um, it's going to it's going to hurt for a while.
0: Uh, right next door, Clay Hall. W S Y S. Ryan, did, did the viewer's decision blindside you? Did he? Did he just come to the realization he wasn't going to hop over CJ, or how did he express that? If you can share.
1: Yeah, I'd rather not get into too many of the details, but um, but yeah, uh, kind of caught me a little bit for sure. Yeah, a little bit off guard.
0: And uh, front row middle, Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. Kind of following up on, on that idea, like when you started this process, you were up you were upfront about, you know, everyone was going in eyes wide open about how departures would happen. Has the ground shifted at all just because when you started that there, you didn't have NIL, you didn't have immediate eligibility for the sure. first time transfers. Does that shake it up a little bit and how and will it shake up how you have
1: to approach this going forward? Yeah, I think when you when you look at the, the landscape of college football in general over the last year two years boy it's really changed and it's uh continuing to change and so there's just a lot of dynamics at play in, in all this stuff roster management recruiting portal and that's as we move forward just trying to navigate what that looks like on a year and a year of basis and you know when you look at the numbers statistically of the people who are going into the portal and going to other schools it's 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 uh significant and so we have to adapt, and we'll keep identifying and evaluating and figure out what's best for us. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> um, well, you
0: said that there were like hard lessons learned from the Michigan game. I guess just what immediately comes to your mind is like the, the thing that has to be corrected now with just a few weeks before the next game.
1: Well, I, I think um, there, there's some things that we'll get into, uh, certainly,, you know, down the road, but just like immediately. You know, we, we've got to obviously do a better job stopping the run and, and running the football. Um, that's, you know, the number one thing that, that, uh, you know, you, you recognize. And, um, you know, we weren't able to get some stops really in the second half. And, um, you know, I think if we had, it would have been a different game. Fourth middle,
0: Pat Murphy, 24-7 sports. Ryan, you've been asked about motivation for the Rose Bowl. I imagine Utah's press conference, there's not a lot of questions about that for them. They're excited to play
1: Ohio State. How do you get these guys to the level of your normal game prep, given that this is certainly not what you wanted, as you said? Well, I think it goes back to the to the leaders of uh, the units, to the position coaches, to everybody involved with it, to understand that, you know, when you play in a Rose Bowl, I mean, it, it matters, and it's a it's a very, very important game. And, you know, we we take a lot of pride in who we are and that's that's really what it comes down to and so again when, when your leaders are, are leading the way that way and, and they understand how important this is and then for the young guys you know this is an opportunity to catapult them into next year and uh and so I, I think you know everyone's hurting from the last game this is an opportunity to kind of change that feeling a little bit and you've talked about you know coaching Michigan and all these things you get to do as Ohio State's head coach being a head coach in the Rose Bowl what does that mean to you? Uh, well, it's, uh, it's a tradition, um, rich, uh, bowl game. And there's so many great people that have played in that game and certainly a ton of coaches that have coached in that game. And so, uh, it's always an honor to be a part of something like that. Hey
0: Ryan, obviously this is the first time since you've been here that you go into this week or last week, I guess, after a, a loss. I mean, how did that change the conversations on the recruiting trail? Does it change your focus and what you have to tell kids? I mean, just interested in the the back and forth that comes from that.
1: No, I think the, the, the recruits and their family have been great. I mean, they, they know what this is all about. They know about our culture. They understand, um, you know, what, what a great program we have, and, and they – they love it and they love everything about it. And so, um, you know, there are teams across the country who will win and lose games and, and they, you know, kind of move on here at Ohio state. When you lose a game like that, it it hurts for a while. And so um, I think they, they want to play in a program where uh, games like that matter. And they uh, they're playing for everything. The consequences are high. That's just the way that, um, you know it is here at Ohio State, and I think that they can recognize that, they understand that. I think that's one of the biggest things that attracts a lot of these guys to to come into to be a Buckeye. Are
0: you able to turn I and mean, not to turn the loss into a silver lining? But you haven't had that extra week of recruiting in five years, right? I mean, is that something that you guys think can be a benefit to you now that you, even though you have to do
1: it in a loss? Yeah, certainly don't want to be don't want to be uh, on the road that week, but um, it does allow us more time to get out there and be around some of the families and and being uh, two years since we really, um, you know, I've been on the road and these, you know, guys have been on the road. It's, it's hard. Um, you know, it's, it hasn't been easy. So, you know, we're, we're continually working towards, um, you know, building those relationships, getting back into high schools and it's amazing how long it's been. And, um, and so it's good to get back out there and see these people. Uh, second row left, Steve Hellwegan, 24, seven sports.
0: Yeah, coach. I, I presume the handwriting was on the wall with the Rose Bowl and did you watch the game Friday night? And they did a number on Oregon for the second time in two weeks. Just what do you see with Utah? It looks like they're a hard, physical team that's going to come to play.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, I did not see the game, and I um, I have not really watched much film on them. Um, but I know uh, Coach Winningham's a very, very good coach, and like you said, um, you know, known for for being strong and, and and being powerful in the run game and playing really good defense. So, um, looking forward to getting on the film and, and seeing where we go.
0: Touching the portal a little bit, Um, just watching your team play this year, you tried to benefit yourself with EA, Mate, Ote this past year, and the kid who went to Alabama as well. You guys were kind of messing with him a little bit. Do you see, would that be a glaring need for you to find somebody, an experienced linebacker who could come in and
1: participate right away uh, if you were to dip your toe into the portal? Well, I I think we're looking at all those positions to figure out what would make sense is it to add a guy through uh recruiting in, in the high school um you know process or is it is it the portal and um we'll look at all those positions you know we were a little thin at linebacker at times this year and be maybe a little bit thin moving forward so we got to make sure we bolster up that room and um and, but that's the thing at all positions you try to figure out is it again do you bring in a young high school guy that you want to develop or do you bring in a portal guy who's maybe a little bit older but there's a lot of things to consider and that's what i was mentioning early is just the dynamic of the room and um you know the chemistry of the team
0: uh middle back whitney hardy
1: WCMH.
0: hey ryan i mean still an ohio team in the playoff when you talk about
1: the change of the landscape of college football what does it mean what luke fickle has done at cincinnati and for them to get in the goalposts just kept moving and they kept reaching. What does it mean? Well, I, I think they've done a great job and, and nothing but um, a tremendous amount of respect for what they've done and congratulations to them. It's it's, it's not easy to go that far undefeated and uh, to bring that week in and week out is tremendous and I uh, wish them nothing but the best of luck in the playoff. You also mentioned um, some of the guys looking, using these practices to look ahead to next year. How critical are some of these practices, not just getting ready for the Rose Bowl, but developing and doing those things that you guys haven't really gotten to do as much Last years. yeah it's really important and I just we just got off with a team meeting at 245 we we um, just you know grabbed them on a zoom call just real quickly to, to talk a little bit about the Rose Bowl and talk about how important these practices are going to be um, for a lot of reasons to kind of rebite on for some of the old guys to get ready to play in this game but then also for the younger guys to continually develop and so uh, we're gonna do a really really good job over the next couple of weeks of digging into those practices and making sure every practice counts as we head into this game week. Yeah.
0: Second row middle, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus that. Ryan, you deflected questions about what kind of changes you're going to make. Just in a general sense, do you foresee major changes or minor tweaks? How do you kind
1: of view the uh, the
0: level of changes you get
1: to make? Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the process year in and year out is just looking to see what's right, you know? And, um, you know, I don't think, you know, you you go into any type of situation, um, you know, with. A predetermined set of thoughts. You just kind of figure out, on a you know a year-to-year basis, what's best to move forward. And so, um, we're evaluating that. We'll continue to evaluate. But really, what we want to do is, you know, give these guys a great bowl experience as we head into this game.
0: And you have to be aware of what's happened with coaching moves and coaching extensions and salaries. Um, you know, you do all right here, but you're probably in line for for any kind of uh, adjustment. Is there a bit any talk about that with you?
1: Yeah, like I said, I'm obviously honored to be the head coach here, and and I love it here. And and really, the focus has just been on this this bowl, and this has been a this has been a tough week for us, you know, for just across the board after that game. And so, um, you know, we've just been trying to um, you know, get back on the road and recruit. And you know, this is this is a great place to be, and we have great kids. Um, but I got to tell you, it was uh, it was a tough week this week, and so we're kind of getting ourselves back up off the floor and. Getting back on the road recruiting, and it's going to be great to get back with these guys and get back to to preparing for a game again, and and that's really what matters. When one one. you mentioned that
0: guys have been sick for a couple weeks, I know you don't want to make excuses. How much were you affected? Not just CJ, who said he was ill. How many guys were affected by illness that week?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I you know again, it, it sounds like losers' lament when something like that comes up, so it's not even really worth talking about. But uh, it was significant in the game, but that doesn't really matter. Right
0: behind us. Ryan, you mentioned several times about what a tough
1: week it's been. What do you mean by that? Is it just, is it, have you had lots of discussions with coaches and players and guys just like you haven't, you're usually getting ready for big 10 championship week. Is it, is it personal that you've just been feeling that loss? Like what, what's it really been like? Yeah, I think it's all of the above. I just don't think that any of us have experienced this before. I know I haven't experienced that. I know, um, you know, this this school hasn't experienced Buckeye Nation hasn't experienced this in a long time. And so it's, it's, hard, it's a hard pill to swallow. And um, so, you know, we're going to have to obviously take accountability for everything that happened and, and move forward. But it doesn't mean uh, it's easy. When you have gone back and rewatched the Michigan game, Michigan's good. They showed that again last night. Um, do you see, hey, you know, they got us on some stuff. They're good. Or do you see things where it's like, man, we got some issues we got to address? Like, what was the balance of as you watched what happened, trying to figure out why it happened? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. I think they have very, very good players, and then they did a good job in the game. But I also think uh, there were some things in that game that, that you know we could have done a lot better. I think it's a combination of the two things, and I think there was a time there in the, the third quarter there where um, if we had done some different things, we had a chance to really win the game and uh, just got away from us. And And so, again, now we got to own it.
0: Did you watch the Big Ten Championship game? No. Go far left. Mark Snyder, press pros. Right. Uh, do you know Kyle Whittingham at all or anything about his system? He's been there for a long, long
1: time. Yeah, he, he took over for Coach Meyer and, and has been there ever since. And uh, uh, what, what a uh, tremendous feat that is in, in and of itself in today's day and age uh, to be somewhere that long. And um, But he's won a lot, a lot of games there. And uh, I've met him several times, a real gentleman, real professional, and a very good coach.
0: And um, Somebody uh, made a comment, one of the TV people, about Utah's one team that really has a, that would have a say in a playoff expansion. If you could talk to the committee, what would your feelings be
1: about expansion or keeping it the way it is uh, or going full blown 12? There's so many things uh, and ripple effects and, and different um, things that come up with this that, uh, you know, it's hard for me just to make a comment. I think it's easy for people just to say things, but there's, there's a lot of uh, ripple effects that happen if, if you decide to do this. Uh, what I've always felt like is if you win your conference, certainly if you win the Big Ten Conference and you deserve to be in the playoff. Uh, we didn't do that this year, and so, you know, we don't deserve to be in the playoff. But I do think that that's the way it should be. What that means, how that is, I'll leave that up to the experts. Um, it sounds exciting to me, but I know that there's a lot more to it than just saying, "Let's just go to a playoff."
0: We're here to the far right, back for just a few more. Uh, Don WBNS 10 TV. Ryan, you had said this was not the goal, but you think you'll you'll have your guys at the Rose Bowl. Just what's those conversations been like, and would it surprise you if if some guys opted out?
1: Um. You know, I don't know. I know that they. You know, they have, again a lot of pride in themselves, a lot of pride in this team, and we put a lot of work in. We've made a lot of progress this year, and so uh, you know, to, to finish finish it out that way, I know is not how they're going to want to do that. But um, you know, we'll have conversations with those guys and try to figure it out on an individual basis.
0: You, you haven't talked much through the season about CJ, but the Heisman's coming up. Just what, what what's what's your statement on him i guess for the
1: women yeah i mean i think his play speaks for itself and what he did this year i i think he really grew um and the way he played kind of midway through the year and towards the end was was very very good you know we, we didn't win the last game obviously but um you know there were some games that he was only in there for the first half of some of those so maybe his numbers would have been even uh, higher if he if he'd played in all those games but um I, I thought he really played well and i think he deserves to be in new york
0: Last thing, as a guy on the front lines dealing with the portal, you know, the Quinn Ewers situation was different from anything we'd ever seen. He came gave up his last year to come here. And and, I don't know, you could say it was a loophole or whatever. Do do you think going forward with the NIL and stuff that there need to be changes and these kind of things need to be addressed?
1: I just think that there's been so many changes uh, so fast that – we need to take a deep breath and figure out what the the consequences are for all of these decisions before we make more changes. Um, There's just been so many things that have happened in college football here. And I think we're still trying to sort through what that all means. Um, And and it's going to probably be a little while before we sort through it all. We're going to see some different things come, come our way and we're going to have to try to do the best we can to adapt to it. Um, So it's hard for me to say because I don't even think we know all the consequences of everything that's happened. And um, we're just going to have to do the best we can to communicate it, identify what those things are, and try to make it um, you know, great for Ohio State.
0: And final questions. Uh, third row right, Tim May. Well, thanks, Jared. Uh, I was going to ask you, Ryan, do you, do you feel sometimes like you're sitting in the middle of a tornado and it's going around you and stuff? I mean, and uh, especially with the tens of millions of dollars in coaches' contracts now, assistant coaches uh, moving the NIL and everything else. I mean, uh, are you worried about the, the long-term future of college football, at least the way people enjoy it or at least what they're used to?
1: Uh, I mean, that's a great question. Um, the money involved, uh, yeah, well, there's definitely a tornado going on. And, um, I think we all see that right now, just, uh, just in general and, um, you know, where it goes here. I, you know, I don't know. Um, I think the easy thing to do is to just throw up your hands and say, this is crazy, but um, the harder thing to do is just to continue to push forward and um, you know just try to figure out what's best for Ohio State moving forward, You know whether it's the NIL or all the things that are going on, expansion. Um, you just try to do everything you can to try to figure out what's the next best thing to do, and you just do that. Um, but there's, there's a lot of uh, multitasking going on right now and a lot of thinking on your toes, and that's okay. And it's sometimes hard to project what's going to be next. You know, what's the next thing that's coming? But um, you do the best you can with it.
0: Well, the thing, the, the, I think the talking point between now and Rose Bowl is going to be the blueprint is out there about how to beat this Ohio State team, this modern Ohio State team is run the ball down their throat and stop the run. You know, a lot of what you talked about after the Michigan game, a little bit after the Oregon game and stuff. But do you use that to obviously use it as motivation? But how do you challenge your team? about what is on video out there right now and how to change
1: it? Well, I think the first thing is, you know, we, we, we can do it. We're capable of doing it. You know, we, we played against some really good rushing teams. You saw what, um, you know, happened in the Michigan State game. You know, Walker was one of the Heisman Trophy uh, candidates leading into that game, and they really played well in that game. So it's not like we're not capable of doing it. We are, and we've played many games where we've run the ball really well, mm-hmm. and we've done, played in games where we've stopped the run really well. And so, identifying why that happened in that game is what's critically important, and um, that's that'll be played around here for the next month, pretty you know, pretty often, and trying to figure out why that happened in that game.
0: Coach, thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ryan.